We would also like to remind you that uh, you can connect with us at 818-LET'S-TALK, 818-LET'S-TALK, and um, any comments, suggestions, we are always welcoming those from you. And as a reminder, you can follow Philip King on Twitter, at Universal Harp, or his Facebook, Philip King, or through his website, universalharp.com. Thank you all very much for joining us today, and until next time, namaste. Hello and welcome to YHTV's Trinity of Life. This is episode 61. I'm Christina Suzuma, your host for the program. Thank you so much for joining me as I continue to explore the wonderful world of healing arts, meditation, therapies, and the many modalities of helping each of us find balance in our individual journeys. We're always excited to meet those who are on the leading edge of creating change on this planet. Today, our show is The Harmony of Yoga. Now, at any time during this live presentation, you can feel free to ask a question or make a comment by scrolling down on your screen and typing it into the comment box. And be sure, of course, to click Submit, um, where I will receive the message and share it with our guest. Or if you are brave or prefer to dial into our conference line uh, to ask the question or uh, chat with our guest yourself, we really welcome anyone who would like to do that. The number is 323-476-3997 and your ID is 607-393-POUND. And if that went by a little too fast for you, not to worry, it will show up on the screen during the show. I would like to now welcome our young and passionate spirit um, who is focused on spreading the balance and wellness of yoga and many modalities of health and wellness, uh, strengthening the bodies of um, uh, showing us how to strengthen the bodies and working with uh, all, all levels of community. Please welcome with me Johnny Manzanares. Hello, Johnny. How are you? Hi, how are you? Good, good. Are you having a good day today? <laughs> yes, I'm doing well, thank you. It's such a Fabulous. beautiful day today. It is gorgeous. And we're both here in Southern California, right? And I think you're on the boundary of uh, Orange County down there? Yes, I'm in Laguna Beach. Oh, look. oh you're in Laguna Beach. Yes, I Ooh, am. Oh, you're spoiled. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> So, Johnny, can you share with us a little bit about your history and background? Yes, of course. I was born in Monterey Park 28 years ago, and I was raised in Boyle Heights, Los Angeles. Um, I was raised Catholic by my grandmother, and every Sunday she would take me to church. And I was always so fascinated about um, the, the prayers that the Catholic religion offers. Um, I wasn't really interested in what the prayers were about, but more so what what the energy brought through prayer. Mm. Um, and then later on... Um, How interesting. So, I, so your grandmother raised you? Yes, my grandmother raised me. Um, and my mom remarried uh, someone else and went her way, and I went with my grandmother. 
Oh I, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that, well, was, you know, I, very few, I never really knew my grandparents. So I always find it very fortunate when people get to spend so much time with their grandparents. Yes. I loved my grandma and I, I was raised with love. Definitely. Oh, that's great. How wonderful. So you were, you delved into Catholicism. <laughs> at, a, at an early age. Yes. Uh huh. And then later, um, my childhood friend, Mark, his family is a Buddhist and his mom is Japanese. And um, they introduced me to the Buddhist religion, uh, Buddhism. And um, I was then again drawn to the chanting um, that they were doing in Japanese. And yet I didn't understand what they were chanting about. I just I just remember enjoying and embracing the energy that chanting produced. Now, how um, old were you then? I was in my early ages, like maybe um, 10, 11-ish. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So those were my earliest experiences with uh, spiritualism. Um, then in high school, I joined the track and field team in ninth grade. And um, I fell in love with the rush of adrenaline and the endorphins released when you exercise. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I can associate with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's for my passion for this being physical and uh wanting to live um really grew in, in my life. Mm-hmm. Now now uh so you're growing up with your grandmother, mm-hmm. um was she pretty physical? Like was she into uh, any kind of uh, exercise or athletics or anything like that? No, unfortunately, she wasn't. She was just filled with lots of love and spirituality mm-hmm. and um, and nurturing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, that's really all each of us need, isn't it? <laughs> yes, that's all we need. <laughs> yeah, that's the water that makes us grow inside and out. Yes. <laughs> so that's, that's wonderful. And um, so you... You continued this, and then you you had um, your realization at such an early age of the energetic energetic value of prayer or chanting or mantra, basically. Yes, mantra and meditation. I, I discovered now that it's I was into the meditation part of the religions. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, isn't that funny? Because I got to an age too when when I realized, wow, because I was raised Catholic. Mm. And I was like, wow, you know, those hours and hours we would sit and pray and we would know the words inside out and backwards, right? (laughs) And it just becomes the, you don't even think as you're praying or saying the words, you, you start to kind of your mind can go anywhere, but you can still say the words at the same time <laughs> because yeah. it's, right, it's right there. So it is really, I realized um, uh, later in my life that, wow, I was, I was doing pretty deep meditation way back when. <laughs> <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> you know, to I spend the hours and hours in church, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think that's where the spiritual connection uh, comes from. Mm-hmm. It's from our childhood, and then we carry that as adults and. When the time is right, we're able to expand on in that as as adults. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So, so you you of course uh, had your influence of track and field, and did you stay in track and field? 
Yes, I stayed in track and field and cross country. Oh, wow. I was I was in both and I knew that I wanted to be physical my whole life and I and I wanted to to feel healthy and feel strong and feel uh, proud of myself. So I, I continued track and field and cross country through my high school years. Oh my goodness. And did yeah. you ever compete in that area or not? Um, just the local tournaments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the regional tournaments, yes. Wow. My God. Yeah. So you really built yourself a really good core uh, yes. of, uh, you know, your, your muscle mass and everything, your tone. You built a good core during those years. Yes, definitely a good foundation that has carried on still to, still to today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then after that, what did you go on to do? After you graduated from after school. I graduated, <laughs> <laughs> after I graduated school, I was really kind of... Um, almost lost. Um, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with myself. Mm. Uh, I, I wasn't sure um, really in what direction I wanted to go. Um, I just felt that there were so many options in life and I wanted to do all of them at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I enrolled into community college and, um, and I thought I was going to find um, a path that and, and I didn't. Um, mm. I realized that um, I wanted to learn a new language. So I went to Florence on my own and, um, and found a part-time job and studied Italian in Wh- Florence. Wow. <laughs> and you knew yeah. nobody there? I knew no one there. I was only 20 and I had just a few pieces of clothing to take because I didn't want to carry so much because I wasn't, I wasn't sure where I was going to go. So um, I had very little and very little money. So I knew that I needed to find a job to sustain myself. And I also knew that I needed to learn how to speak the language. So I enrolled into a local school that offered private classes. So that's what I did. And how did you even find that? I mean, you didn't know anybody there. You no, I just didn't. got on a plane and flew to Florence, Italy? <laughs> I actually had visited Florence when I was 15 with my aunt. She was studying abroad there, and I spent six weeks with her in Florence. And I knew that I wanted to come back to Florence one day and, and to learn the language. Mm. Uh, so that's when I was 20, I decided to move to Florence. And was she still there at the time? No, she wasn't there. But um, being in a city for six weeks, I kind of was comfortable in the in the in the city. So mm-hmm. I kind of knew where things were. I, I knew that I needed to go to a hostel. And then from that hostel, I needed to ask information at the front desk. And I needed to maybe go to an Internet site, an Internet um house a coffee house mm-hmm, mm-hmm. internet and um asked for information there and sure enough um there was a job that um that an employer was looking to hire out um and i got the job and i stayed and i learned italian <laughs> well if you're working there then uh um, it's a little bit easier <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so you stayed and how long did you stay for I stayed eight months, and then I, I once I mastered the language, I realized that um, Italian wasn't really my passion. 
So I wanted to <laughs> come back. <laughs> and, but, but and now you spoke uh, at that time. Did you speak Spanish fluently? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, Spanish. so you, your grandmother always spoke to you in Spanish. Bilingual. She was bilingual. Fabulous. Yeah. So I, I came back to the U.S. and I went back to community college, um, searching for um, my purpose in life. And uh, yet again, I did not find it. So I decided to go to Spain and learn about mm. my Latino heritage. Um, so I went to Barcelona. And again, after eight months, same deal. I learned a lot about the culture. I learned a lot about myself um, there. And it wasn't enough. It wasn't my purpose. Mm. So I, I came back to the U.S. and um, unfortunately to a bad situation. My grandmother was diagnosed with breast cancer for the second time. Mm. And this time it was fatal um, it actually killed her four months after I came back from Spain. Mm. So I was uh, very, very devastated uh, by her death. And, I, and, and that actually um, put me in a very dark place mm -hmm. and just brought a lot of confusion and a lot of disconnect in my life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so after about a year of mourning her death, I started to work out again. And I started to focus on my fitness. And I noticed that that was kind of like my therapy. I felt mm -hmm. better. I felt a little bit better. Um, and I just kept working out some more and feeling a little bit better and start to, you know, connect with myself again and add some value to my life. So I, I wanted to search for more. Mm -hmm. I, I knew there was more out there, more connection that I still needed to connect. Um, mm -hmm. And that's that's how I uh, came into yoga. Mm. So tell us about that. Tell us about that. What compelled you to take a yoga class? Well, I was searching for more connection. Um, so I, um, I heard from some friends that um, yoga does the body good. <laughs> you didn't so I, realize it was not just the body. <laughs> I didn't realize it. I, I, well, I was in for a surprise. So at my gym, um, they offered yo a yoga class. And fortunately enough, I connected extremely well with the instructor and what the instructor had to say. And it was all about being present in the moment. So I was so, I was so into the past and how um, things were affecting me and how I wasn't living in the current time. Mm -hmm. So yoga really brought me into the present moment and it brought me one breath at a time. So I was no longer thinking about the past nor the future, but just thinking about taking a long, deep breath and holding it for a few seconds and then slowly releasing the breath. And that really slowed my body down. And I later found out that I was in a meditation, you know, focusing on just breathing. And, and after that yoga class, I felt extremely connected um, with myself. And I felt that this is what I need to be doing in my life. So I continue to take more yoga classes on a daily basis, sometimes even twice a day. Um, and I continue to feel more connected with myself. And um, one morning I woke up um, from a yoga bliss 
and I and I and I woke up from a vivid dream that my dream and my purpose and my calling in life is to own my own yoga studio and to help others like me who need help to help them find themselves and find a connection with themselves again. And I soon thought to myself, how can I achieve this goal? I mean, (laughs) I just practice yoga. How can I own a yoga studio? So I decided to search for a teacher training program, a 200-hour program. Um, So I enrolled into that program, and I did fantastic. I finished it in two months, um, got offered two internships at two different studios, And um, soon after that, I decided that I want more. So my first certificate was mostly on breath cues and alignment and the physical part of yoga. And we didn't really dive into the spiritual aspect of yoga. So I knew that I wanted more. I wanted to learn and to see what the spiritual side of yoga was. So I then enrolled into a 300-hour teacher training program that focused more on the spiritual side, the Vedic beliefs, the eight-limb pathway. Um, And there I found lots of amazing meditations, lots of self-discovery and reconnecting with myself. And now I'm I'm an avid believer of meditation and, and, and yoga. Being, mm-hmm. um, you know, the asanas and the physical practice as actually a very small percentage of what yoga really is and how uh, the pranayama and the meditation is really such a, a, a huge foundation of what yoga is. Yes, I, I agree. So, um, so Johnny, you don't have your own studio yet. Is that correct? Yes, I don't own my own studio. I work at three, at four different studios mm-hmm. yeah, throughout um, Southern Orange County. Now, you have chosen to um, begin to focus on a niche group. Can you yes. share that with us? Since I'm gay, I, I have decided to um, offer a gay and lesbian uh, yoga class in Orange County. I, I did some research um, in regards to gay and lesbian classes in Orange County, and I did not find any studios or classes available to I did as a new yoga instructor to offer um, a safe place for gay and lesbians to come and meet and and have a yoga class and and um, I teach two gay yoga classes during the week in Newport Beach. Hmm. Now, tell me something. Did you find uh, classes specific like that in Los Angeles or anywhere else? Yes, in Los Angeles and San Diego, there are gay yoga classes Hmm. available. Um, And I found that it was very odd that in Orange County, there were no classes available. Um, And as a matter of fact, uh, there are very few gay activities in Orange County um, that are healthy and safe. So I wanted to have another option for us gays to to mingle at um so you i i've heard you use the word safe can you elaborate a little bit more on that like like is there a feeling that um in a class like like an open class um no matter 
no matter who goes in there. And it's not specifically, you know, a gay or lesbian uh, directed class. Is it, is there a feeling that that there is intimidation or or? I, I think it's a, a there, it's a few things. Um, when I say safe, I mean that it's a place for you to be able to unpeel yourself and really allow your core to shine and really allow for you for yourself to heal. And in order to heal, you need a safe place for that mm. to happen. So I provide a place for people to heal and to feel comfortable in and to open. And as you know, as a yogi, um, yoga is all about peeling the layers from yourself in order to find your true self. Mm. Yes, that's very, that's very true. So um, you feel like, so the practice is still the same. The practice is still the same. Yes. It is just um, an environment that is more conducive to anyone who, and more comfortable to anyone who is gay or lesbian, that they don't have to feel like they need to put up a front, so to say. That's right. Which I is feel... sad. At this day and age, it's so sad. <laughs> you know, why can't we just be who we are, right? Yeah, without I, being I discriminated. Yes, I, I agree. But I, I do feel that things are changing and they're progressing for the better. Mm -hmm. uh, except we still need to continue on our route and continue to offer diverse classes such as gay and lesbian classes that are open to also everyone. It's not just a gay and lesbian class. It's a class for heterosexuals to, to join other gays and see that we're all the same people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's why I offer this class in Orange County. Wonderful. Good for you. Good for you. Um, and do you do you feel that the other studios that you work at might be start to open up to having that variety? Um, already have a certain client base, and I don't think they need to offer a, a gay or lesbian class. Mm -hmm. I don't think it. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's in, on their agenda mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yet. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one drop is a thousand waves. You've got to start it somewhere and uh, let it catch on. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so when, when, I mean, has it been a while now that you've started um, this, these very specific classes? I started the classes in December mm -hmm. and I, um, I advertised and created some flyers and passed out flyers at the local um, community center that we have in Orange County and um, the few bars and clubs that we also have. And we've had a good response. Um, I would like some, I would, I would like some more students, but we did have an initial good response uh, with the gay community. Um, well, and, and bravo. It, that's, that's fabulous because that's exactly what you want. A, a good feedback and good reaction from people. Yes, yes. Um, I would eventually like to have more classes, offer more classes a week, um, because right now we're only at two classes a week. And um, and so, but then you're building the reputation now as well, right? <clears throat> people are that, yeah, people that's who right. are not. Uh, how can I say? Um, uh, what is that word I'm looking for? Self conscious people who are not self conscious. 
mm-hmm. and are choosing to come to, you know, the very specific classes, um, you know, I, I just, it's, it's sort of hard to, to fathom for me that, uh, it, that it's, uh, it takes so long for it to catch on. Yeah. Yeah. It, it does. You just have to be persistent and continue to offer these classes, even if only a few people show up to the class. Mm-hmm. Because those few people, um, it might really make a difference in their life, just like the first yoga class that I took changed my life. So I always have to have that available for, for people. Mm-hmm. I always have to, yeah. And now I, what I found and learned from you is that you don't just teach yoga. You also teach other forms uh, and some integrative forms as well. Yes, that's right. I teach um, yoga sculpt and we incorporate light weights with high reps and the goal is to build long lean, uh, muscle mass. Mm, wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what other <laughs> forms do you teach as well? Um, I teach hot power fusion and that's a more of a balancing um, type of yoga and it's we mostly stand on our feet and balance on one leg mm. and it's a lot of core base and also um, it takes a lot of concentration <laughs> <laughs> a lot, a lot. Uh, and that's also in a heated room right yes yes it's called hot power fusion hot power fusion so so just to let everyone know this is not a form of bikram no, it's not. It's similar to Bikram in the sense that it's the same poses every time. Um, although Bikram, the poses are done the same way at the same time all the time. Um, hot power fusion is done the same way, but the cueing could be different. So it could vary. Mm. So if you feel like saying a different cue one day, that's fine. I see. Yeah. Well, you see, I wish you were a little closer and then I could try all of them. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just have to go up to Los Angeles and give you a free class. There you go. We're just going to have to meet you in the desert, right? Which we're going to come to as well. Um, That's right. Now, now, which brings us to, uh, basically, now you have been um, striving and uh, your attempts to create... uh, uh, classes and for different niche markets and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's all just starting up. And I really take my hat off to you. I'm, I'm glad that you're doing that. And in a very large community of people there in Orange County, you know, LA is different. It's pretty diverse and, and it's pretty open. So, uh, and there's a yoga studio almost every mile, <laughs> every mile or so there's new studios popping up everywhere. So, you know, I commend you on what you're doing down there in Orange County and and giving people, you know, that extra extended advantage there. Um, Now, there's also, uh, you may not have your own yoga studio, but you have created a retreat center. That's right. In the city of Desert Hot Springs, um, it's adjacent to Palm Springs in the Coachella Valley. And um, I decorated and um, have founded this beautiful house and have converted this house into a yoga home, a home dedicated to the practice of yoga. 
uh, in all senses, not just the physical part, the meditation part as well, and the spiritual part. And um, I've incorporated that. I've incorporated that um, this facility with my gay yoga students. And I um, had my first yoga retreat last month, and we had a turnout of seven of my students that went to the retreat. And I offered um, nine hours of yoga and meditation. Um, we offered a one-hour massage, um, excursions on hikes. Um, we also went um, to the mineral baths because mm. Desert Hot Springs is known for its hot springs, hence the name. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, oh, so they have like uh, public mineral baths there? Yes, they Ooh. have many, like 20 or 30, maybe more public mineral baths. Wow. Um, hotel. They're in hotels mostly. Um, and of course, we went to one. And also, the water that comes from the faucet in Desert Hot Springs comes from natural, from a natural um, water uh, underground. So it's not channeled in, it's a, it comes from a well. Hmm. Wow, so, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Because I, I know that they have casinos out there. That's all I know. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> so. they do have casinos out there. Pardon me. They do have lots of casinos. Uh, they do. They do, and it's sort of built up the different areas of of the desert there. Uh, yeah. But I didn't realize that they had that many uh, real public hot springs mm -hmm. uh, still around. That's wonderful to know. Um, so this, so when, uh, you took your group last time, how long was the time that you would take them for? It was, um, Friday afternoon till, uh, Sunday evening. Mm. And it was, it was beautiful. Um, my students loved it and I'm actually having another one, um, in August and oh, it's open good. to, to everyone, um, to the gay lesbian community, um, and also, to just whoever wants to experience um, yoga on a different level. Mm, mm, and wonderful. Be around, and be around other like-minded people. So you teach the yoga and the meditation? And, yes. Uh, and then you have someone else that does the massage? Yes, I hire a masseur and also a cook that prepares all the meals. And the meals are all vegetarian-based with lean protein options. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, and I hired all of that out. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, now you have to have, uh, because there's a pool there, I do believe. Now you have to have pool yoga. <laughs> that's right. Or paddleboard yoga. <laughs> pa oh, my gosh, that paddleboard yoga. I don't know how people do that. I, I can't even stand on one of those boards. I mean, when I saw that, I was... Oh my gosh, I can't even do that on dry land. How am I supposed to do that on a paddleboard that I can't even stand up on? <laughs> that would be really interesting, but that would make a lot of paddleboards that uh, <laughs> the domino effect if you have someone like me on it, you know, boom, 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 boom. You know? <laughs> wow. So, um, so 48 hours spent with you and your wonderful team of people eating healthy, hiking. Uh, wow, a hiking meditation review, lovely. Mm -hmm. um, maybe a little hot right now, though. It's pretty hot out there right now. 
it, it is pretty hot, although the classes that I teach are hot. So we're, we are already in 100-degree weather. So oh, it's, perfect. <laughs> yeah. perfect. And it's drier and not too humid. That's Yeah, I yeah. guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, everyone, you get to jump in the pool. <laughs> exactly, in, in this beautiful 85-degree uh, temperature pool. <laughs> yeah, which feels cool when you're out at 100 and somewhat degrees. <laughs> That's refreshing. It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so now, so you're going to continue these retreats. So in some, in some ways you've sort of got your own studio, your own event going. I do. I, I have, um, actually four retreats coming up, uh, from now till September. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really excited about them and and not all of them are, are are for the gay community they're all for everyone it's 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 the the retreats are for everyone who wants to connect or reconnect with themselves mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now do you think that you're going to have to be really specific in the future like you know okay this is a gay retreat or a gay and lesbian retreat this is a non-gay and lesbian retreat do you feel that you're going to need to do that, or would you choose to do that in the future? I feel that my gay students are very comfortable being with other gay students, considering that I do advertise the yoga class as a gay class. Mm-hmm. I think those students like to be around other fellow gay people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other retreats, I don't have to advertise gay-friendly or heterosexual-friendly. It's just open to self-exploring and and finding that that connection with yourself. So no, I, I don't feel that I have to advertise for all of my retreats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you don't you don't feel like you have to be specific. I mean, for um, example, if if you don't advertise that it is, you know, specifically gay and lesbian, um, would your people be uncomfortable? No, they wouldn't be uncomfortable. So I, I think I think when I'm ho- when I'm creating a retreat for my gay students, then I will advertise it as a gay yoga retreat, mm-hmm. so that other fellow gays can also join. But when I'm advertising to the other studios that I work at, I don't have to advertise that it's a gay or non-gay retreat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I think when I'm working, I I don't have to be specific, but when I'm working with my gay students, I think they like that it's a niche retreat. And I think they like being surrounded by other gays as well. Right. Now, what compelled you? What compelled you to start this, all these retreats? I wanted, I wanted to be able to offer, um, uh, a place in the desert. I, I am very fond of the desert, and I feel that the desert has a lot of um, a lot of powers, a lot of uh, energies that are that are unknown to myself. Mm-hmm. And I feel I felt that I wanted to bring other people to share this experience with. And I felt with being a yoga instructor, being a yoga teacher, I felt that I can offer this same experience with um, other people. And, and that's what compelled me is that I wanted to share my experience, my positive experience with other people. Mm-mm-mm. That's wonderful. Um, so my question or a question that came in is how can we find your classes? Like <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can email me directly and, um, 
my email address is gayyoga28 um, at yahoo.com. Okay. Um, you can also find me on Instagram. Um, and my Instagram name is Johnny Boy, and it's spelled J O N N Y, B as in boy, O I E, the number one at yahoo. Uh, at, actually, the Instagram name is, sorry, it's just Johnny Boy, J O N N Y, B O I E. B O I E. So, yes. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll definitely have that um, on the site. Uh, so, when people go to the site, that at least they, they know how to contact you at this time until you are able to get your website up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and get all that organized, of course, so that you don't have to be giving out your email addresses and things like that. Um, yeah. So, what, um, what goals, what visions um do you have at present i mean they always changes and that's why i always say you know to my guests at present i mean what what do you foresee yourself doing or or achieving my my vision for the future is to own my own studio um i would love to again create a beautiful and safe place for everyone to come in and and um and have a place for themselves to to find the connection between the mind, body, and the spirit. Mm-hmm. And I would love to have classes for everyone in all niches, gay, lesbian, transgender, um, heterosexual people, everyone. It's all it's all about the love and, and just being present in the moment and and beginning to start to heal one breath at a time. The healing one breath at a time. Mm-hmm. Well, that's lovely, Johnny. Really lovely, and you know, of course, we we would love to follow up with you as you uh, uh, come closer and do more of your retreats and sort of. Uh, I mean, you've just begun. That's what you have, and that's what's so inspirational to see how you've begun and what you're creating, and to put it out there for for the communities at large to hopefully be able to find you and your classes and tap into it and your retreats. I think those retreats sound just lovely, uh, which we'll just need to uh, speak on a, another level <laughs> more about that. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, get by the time, you know, we, we definitely follow up with you and, and uh, when your website starts to uh, develop and flourish and, and, uh, your business, basically your business, your business of helping others, you know, peel away, peel away all that stuff, you know, <laughs> getting yeah. to their core. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what, is there anything, um, as we, we finish here, is there anything that you would like to leave with our audience? Is there uh, a thought that you would like to leave with, um, Yes, of course. Um, I would like to leave with the viewers that um, you don't have to be gay or straight or it doesn't really matter your sexual orientation. Um, We all have certain issues growing up um, and we all have certain troubles that um, can change throughout um, our ages. And I feel that yoga for me has really slowed me down and really has brought me to the present time and really has allowed me to heal 
um, from my past troubles. And I feel that if you can find yoga in your life, that it might be helpful and healing for yourself. And I would recommend to to try and take a yoga class if you haven't taken one or continue on your yoga path and maybe find um, maybe like a spiritual yoga class in your area and see what that takes you to and see what path you can come to with that. Mm. And that's the message that I would, I would like to leave with the viewers today. Thank you so much, Johnny. That's a lovely message. And, you know, we forget that there are so many forms of yoga. There are so many forms of meditation. And if you, if one doesn't resonate with you, go to the next mm-hmm. and attempt the next. And if one form doesn't resonate with you, um, I just spoke to someone yesterday who said that uh, they came out of a class and really hurting and um, they they just don't want to do this anymore. And it's, you know, it, it's uh, about being present. It's about being aware. It's about being conscious of the state of being that you're in. When to push, when not to push. We have this habit of trying to keep up. <laughs> the human <laughs> ego, we've got to keep up. As opposed to really listening to your own body and really honoring yourself. So, you know, that's really good advice, Johnny, about, you know, just go there. Try it. Take a class. Um, and who knows? You might find the one that, that shifted will shift you like it did Johnny. Next thing you know, you'll be opening your studio. <laughs> 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 um, thank you so much, Johnny, for gifting us today with your time and your your life and your visions. And we here at Yoga Hub and our community definitely wish you all the love and support and and flow of energy that will help you continue on your journey of creating change on this planet. Thank you very much, Christina. It has been my honor. Um, And I thank you and Yoga Hub for having me on your show. Thank you very much. Namaste. Namaste. And we will definitely be seeing you again anyways, but uh, don't go away. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Of course, I'd like to thank Segovia Smith and the Yoga Hub team for making this all possible. And to each and every one of you for joining us in this new platform of education and information. We are always grateful for your continuous support and look forward to hearing your feedback on how we can serve you better. We invite you to join us live on Tuesdays for Magical Medical Tour at 10.30 a.m. Pacific, 1.30 p.m. Eastern. Wednesdays for Trinity of Life at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, followed every other week with Flowing into Awareness with Anatara. We're always grateful for your feedback, and um, we look forward to hearing from you. Please share your comments and suggestions to us at 818-LET'S talk 818 let's talk until next time namaste yhtv's trinity of life come join me christina suzama as i journey to find the many modalities that support individuals from children to adults to elders with topics ranging from health and wellness, meditation, and inspirational stories. I invite you to visit yogahub.tv every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. 
sustainable movement, you know, and we started with a farm in Jamaica where we employ people in the community and try to create more jobs and opportunity. And from the farm, we realized that now that we have a coffee farm, it was like it's a coffee farm that we need to do more than just from my pocket to the farmer's pocket. We need to create it to create something sustainable from from that farm, the farming mythology where we can do more for the farmers. And we had to and we created a product of Molly Coffee. And then from there, we realized that we have, not only do we have coffee, we have fruits and we have all, all different types of vegetation. So we went into